Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weekend with Candor Beach. Today we will be talking to you about the Black Friday weekend numbers, Biden par- pardoning marijuana charges, and transnational naval coalition for protecting shipping routes. So let's start with the Houthi Red Sea shipping attacks. What's up? The Houthi thing um, is basically it's been going on. It used to happen with the Somali uh, pirates, right? So there was. Um, there was a scare that if you go through the Gulf of Aden, uh, there's always um, the threat of Somali pirates taking over these ships. But now Houthis are starting it. And recently, America comes up and says, you know, directly uh, targets Iran, saying that Iran's drone attacked an Indian ship off the coast of uh, very close to the Indian coast, around like... 217 nautical miles away from the Indian coast. So this actually uh, starts this huge uh, threat, right? This is There's this huge threat in that area because that little strip, the Gulf of Aden, is very, very important uh, because all the shipping route is through that. So what happened is all these um, countries are coming together to actually you know, strengthen the naval force in that area so that Houthis or any pirates or no attacks on uh, uh, shipment carriers. So this essentially will strengthen that trading route. So might have a uh, have a positive impact on trading relations in general, I guess. Sure. Um, there are two perspectives to this. First, because of this, the insurance, the shipping insurance will go up. Uh, for the shipping carriers which are going through that because there's high likely that they might get attacked. Second thing is um, wait, it might wait. if part- I if I set up a, if I set up a protectionism like transatlantic mm-hmm. sorry, transnational mm-hmm. uh, uh, cooperation to protect vessels there, why would costs go up for? the private sector? because uh, for first uh, the insurance will go up. In, regardless of how much of a protection you're going to uh, put it, there is um, a higher chance uh, that there might be an attack on these carriers. But the reason for the, all these uh, sh- uh, naval uh, carriers coming in there is because of the because a lot of ships are getting attacked, right? So there is a propensity of uh, higher attacks on these carriers. So I the insurance cost might go up. But if there are, if there is more support, more military support. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the pirates are risking themselves, right? Like if it's it's a funny thing to say the pirates are risking themselves, but that is the case here, right? Like if I yeah. know that there's military operations here, I would, I as a pirate would not want to be caught. I don't want to say caught dead there, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but that's, still, that's why you know, I'm saying like, st- why would insurance costs go yeah. up? In, but all right. Possibly, speculatively. Speculation. Second thing is it might spark any a small thing might spark a war. So let's say, you know, there if there's some kind of even a friendly fire and, you know, there might be um, a misunderstanding between the countries mm-hmm. might spark a war. So you never know. There's wars going sparking everywhere. So there is first the Ukraine war, then the Israel-Palestinian war, 
then uh, uh, we don't know if it's going to take off the, the Venezuela-Guyana war because they discovered oil. So all these, you know, like geopolitically, um, world is at, a, at an edge. And to compound that, uh, so you and I were looking at uh, military stocks yeah. the other day, last week, and we mm-hmm. happened upon uh, BDL in the Indian stock market, Bharat Dynamics, I believe. It's a mm-hmm. missile, it's a government-owned missile company, and they've been doing phenomenally well, as has HAL and mm-hmm. a few other defense stocks. So this isn't this isn't financial advice again, like just so we're clear. But the idea that military stocks or defense stocks are going up, either, either people are replenishing their stocks, their artillery, or... Uh, potentially is something more nefarious is underway i would say india is just bridging the gap because i believe that india's fourth largest um, military power in the world so between the the third and the fourth there is a huge gap so india is just modernizing its um, military equipment um from the soviet era tech to self-reliant um, missiles, drones, and all, all around, basically. If you look at it, then they bought Tejas um, aircrafts, um, you know, the, the and then Prachand helicopters. We discussed it in our previous pod. You know, they, they are spending, you know, a lot on uh, military. Yeah, quite evidently. Yeah, all right. so... On to the next bit. Um, Biden pardons marijuana charges. What yeah, would so, the impact be primarily there? Like, so they're so, not pardoning. Uh, they're not pardoning people who deal in with mar- in marijuana. Like, not in the states that uh, don't allow sale of marijuana, but they're pardoning people who have who've been convicted on marijuana charges. Is that right? Federally. Federally. Okay. So the the thing is the Biden pardon. People, uh, you know, people who are having simple possession, even you know, who are not being charged. So the future, uh, you know. So, so first thing is he's actually pardoning a lot of people with, uh, you know, like um, simple possession. I mean, you know, nothing, uh, you know, extreme. You know, like he's not pardoning people. You know, already have, um, you know, convictions or something like that. But he's just. Uh, pardoning people with simple possession or you're you know you're caught with uh, marijuana with under 100 grams or something like simple possession so the major impact with this is it's going to be there's going to be like all the states which have dispensaries um you know like uh, recreational use or medicinal marijuana use the there are going to be a lot of revenue increase because people who are coming from states which don't have which are not uh, medically, um, you know, medically legal or recreationally legal states, they're going to want to come to a recreationally uh, legal state and buy marijuana. So there's going to be a, a massive increase, um, you know, in, uh, you know, in states which are having dispensaries. And even if you're crossing the border, that's federal, uh, you know, that's and you get caught with it, you're not going to be really charged because it becomes decriminalized under federal law. Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, this will crossing, likely see... Yeah, cross-border, yeah. 
So this will likely see a boost in consumption. Yes, yes. And a lot of that, wheat cookies for everybody. That segues <laughs> nicely into our last uh into our last topic on consumption in general consumption. like black friday mm-hmm. weekend the numbers are in and man they've been huge apparently over over black friday the weekend and cyber monday consumers in america spent about 12.4 12.4 billion dollars in e-commerce sales on cyber monday and 38 billion dollars in online sales for cyber week the five days from thanksgiving wow. up until Cyber Monday. That's huge. So what, what is the say increase is this is, from last year? So on Black Friday alone, it was about nine point something, nine point six percent, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Year on year. No, sorry. Uh, All cyber... that for inflation, right? So <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, recently, the Fed talked about the Fed was uh, was more dovish in their uh, account of the rates they are likely to cut at least that's what wall street is uh, pricing for they're looking into a potential rate cut further you see you see general growth so fmcg there's this article on the economic times which talks about fmcg company companies coming in and seeing that demand is on track demand is likely to increase in india as well mm-hmm. considering um the fact that the elections are coming up and uh, the BJP, the incumbent, is still in the front, in the driver's seat. They're more likely than not to retain power. At at least that's what it looks like at this time. And uh, with inflation looking to come down, consumption is strong. And we'd also gone through an annual report, right? We've gone through a few annual reports over the last uh, month or so. Tata Consumer yes, Products, yeah. ITC. And they both talked about reasonably strong growth. They managed to grow in a year where there was inflation still so consumer demand is strong it isn't diminishing and i think we are looking at the end of again speculatively i think we are looking at the end of a recession um i would say consumer demand is also increasing just to add on to it because uh indian gdp is growing so per capita income is also growing, right? So if you look mm-hmm. at it, IMF also said India is the bright spot in a, in a dark cloud in all the, a lot of the Western uh, economies. Uh, so, so there is, um, you know, going to be a huge push in FMCG in India. And you're going to see that in even general. in America. So you're going to see it in, yeah. you're going to see it in consumer electric electronics. You're going to see it in, so I'm just saying, like, not just FMCG. You're going to see it in every industry that's direct to consumer. Yeah. And obviously, that'll have an impact on B2B, B2B2C. Anything another fun so fact, what about? Yeah. Another mm-hmm. fun fact is that any minor uh, D2C, yeah. D2C is on the rise as well. I don't have the figures, but mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of uh, people get it, uh, starting to get into D2C. Uh, and D2C does not mean more apps necessarily, but more individual businesses, more businesses in general, conglomerates included, are looking at setting up their own e-commerce platforms or building on existing e-commerce platforms. I don't want to take any names, but uh, there are corporations that are looking at building on their existing e-commerce systems to uh, go direct to consumer. 
Um, another minor thing we can talk. We we already uh, talked about it. I just want to mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's this new Indian company which came up along with like Northwold. Uh, Northwold came up with a hundred sixty KPIT. Mm-hmm. Northwold uh, came up with a hundred sixty watt hours per kg, right? And KPIT, the new Indian company, also came up with 160 um, uh, watt hours per kg up you to 200 f- can, with an expansion mention, of 200. You forgot to mention sodium ion batteries. That's context. Yes, sodium ion. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sodium ion uh, batteries. So, which is, which shows that like a lot of people are going for uh, batteries which don't have rare earth minerals, you know, so that is very, very important. We also see an increase in hybrid vehicles sales in India. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, again, we've talked about this before, but Toyota had come out saying that they aren't sure about the future and they don't necessarily believe it's electric, at least not in its current state. They've been exploring mm-hmm. alternatives as well. We talked about that, uh, the ammonia ICE uh, engines that a Toyota subsidiary had built out a few months back. So I think this reaffirms yes. the fact that electric vehicles are going to be are, are going to grow in the near term, but they might not be the future necessarily. The technology might be rewrapped and used as even know, like um, a hybrid vehicle. Adani is building that um, huge um, uh, green uh, green energy park, right? So yeah. which can be seen from space in Rajasthan. So. It's one of the biggest in Asia, so so there is a huge uh, a push towards the green green energy side. Yeah, there's no denying that. Of course, there's no denying that. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess that's a wrap. Oh, oh, yeah. another minor topic, completely unrelated. Uh, <laughs> F1's F1's getting rid of personnel. The sporting sporting director has resigned recently, or been let go of. Whichever way he's no longer working with F1, it's been oh wow yeah. Um, why that's relevant is because we are seeing a we are seeing a churn in personnel. F1 strongly committed to uh, to lowering emissions, uh, zero emissions uh, sort of future. They are looking at changing uh, even even the fuel composition to make it a little greener. Now with this regulatory body but the teams on the other hand don't seem to like some teams aren't entirely excited about going all green like particularly if you change f1 into uh, an electric vehicle sport so there is some resistance and i'm not saying that the the sporting director was let go off because of this but it is sure to be it's sure to have an impact on what seems to be a very fractious start to the next year yeah anyway pretty good news man yeah so on that note that's a wrap yeah um that's a good weekend with candor beach huh hopefully well yeah it's christmas eve so happy christmas merry Merry christmas Christmas merry christmas yeah see if you read harry potter you'd see you'd see happy christmas Mm -hmm. is acceptable as well Anyway, sure. Merry Christmas to everybody and uh, happy holidays. We'll see you in the next year. Yep. Thank you. Bye.